everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Happiness Headspace podcast. Today we have Erica Yakobuchi here with us. So would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. So my name is Erica. I'm 21 years old and I'm in school for social work. But at the moment, I'm just uh, working on my business. That's about it. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and is there any like important things that you've learned in school? Like any things that like that it really like struck you that you've learned because I know you're like in um I don't I don't know exactly what you're studying but Mm -hmm. um is there anything like important that you've learned that you wanted to share um so I have like a couple of pointers list out like written out and everything so I'm pursuing my bachelor's of social work at the moment and I just finished my first semester no sorry my second semester my first year of the program And it was basically just like an introduction of the social work aspects and the history behind oppression and and that kind of um, stuff. And the semester, I feel like, focused on the delivery of how we as social workers need to be speaking to our clients. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, there's you have to maintain a certain patient-client relationship kind of. I mean, sorry, not patient-client, like a worker, I guess, client relationship, Mm -hmm. because it is like a professional job, you know what I mean? So we touched on topics like suicide, depression, anxiety, and women's safety, which obviously is um, a little bit, I don't know, dark, I guess, for most people's, um, like, it's not a common thing in most programs, obviously, to talk on such serious um, information because I don't know I don't know even in society it's not like that common I don't think at, at least but the two most important things that I think I took away from it was that in order to be an ally to like the oppressed groups in society we have to be willing to educate ourselves first mm-hmm. before servicing others basically so it's not their responsibility to educate us on how they feel in their sub like their subcategorized oppressed group because they're coming to us for help you know what I mean yeah absolutely so it's like it's basically our duty or whatever you want to classify it as to educate ourselves and take care of ourselves first before we help other people because it's not going to end well if you can't like put your own personal perspectives out of your work I guess you want to see Mm-hmm. and the other big aspect I did struggle with at the beginning was working with um, like all kinds of clients that walk through your doors so obviously we don't discriminate against what you've done or been through or anything like that because obviously there's people in the world that still need help even if you don't agree with what exactly they've done in their lifestyle and all of that so we did a case study in first semester I believe it was about an ex-convict coming to see resources for PTSD from being in prison but he was also put in prison for sexually assaulting his sister-in-law so it's kind of like a a sticky situation Mm -hmm. if you if that makes sense because you're trying to do your job and help the person like for this, this example but obviously I don't obviously I don't condone sexually assaulting people so it's like a 50-50 shot so you kind of have to learn how to separate 
your personal values and beliefs from your work. And obviously you're not gonna be forced to work with people that have committed such um, like serious crimes, but like it's kind of, it comes with a job, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, I could totally understand that. <laughs> um, and yeah, for sure. Um, and changing the subject a little bit, mm -hmm. um, currently we're in a pandemic, as we all know, luckily things are getting better, but I know yeah. for you guys um, in Ontario, it's not going that well. So like, how have you been handling that? How has everything been for you? And like, especially like online school and everything. So mm -hmm. how has that been for you? Um, <laughs> it's been like a wild ride, to say the least, because it's, I feel like my anxiety and stuff has gone in like waves more than consistently all at once, which thank God, because if it was continuous for the past 400 something days, I think it would have been a disaster. But like at the beginning, obviously it was like, okay, this, whatever is happening. Oh, like, well, we'll only be at home for like two weeks. Yeah, fast forward a year and a half later. <laughs> not the case but at the beginning it was very like in your face all the time like news outlets twitter social media everything so i was like i was overwhelmed with the amount of information that i was taking in and i was literally losing sleep because i didn't know what the hell was happening no one knew what was happening you know what i mean yeah so i decided to like delete i deleted twitter a year ago a year and a half ago yeah because i was like i can't see these like continuous threads of like people saying the most stupidity like the stupidest things I could possibly imagine mm -hmm. about this virus and like half the stuff on the media that that in the media is like false anyway so mm -hmm. like you're I feel like the media is like really good at brainwashing people to thinking the, like a certain way if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah for sure um it's yeah. definitely like really easy on social media one thing is said even if it's just said as a joke and then people like <laughs> seriously and then the information gets transferred from person to person and it ends up like on the news and it ends up like not yeah. being true whatsoever so definitely th that's a very negative part of like the media and social media and just everything in general um like with the internet and everything because yeah. false information is spread so easily and then people like you people like me get like so stressed out over things that aren't even true you know so mm. for sure um that's yeah everything's been crazy with the pandemic but um vaccinations are coming and we're finally or have you gotten vaccinated yet yeah I actually did on April 19 I got my first dose thank god I was like I got in when the system glitched here for whatever reason it glitched because <laughs> apparently um what age group did they 18 and up or something they just released like maybe the beginning of May but it glitched in the system so me and my sister were able to get in before so I'm like thank god because I'm I was not waiting I was so done with waiting about like just to just give me a needle like I don't care just give it to me already yeah so ridiculous yeah and I'm 15 so like I wasn't allowed mm. before like but now they like said it was safe and now I'm going next week so I'm super excited oh, that's awesome um and like yeah things are really looking up and um I'm in Montreal so like things mm -hmm. are opening today like we have no more curfew today we have oh that's um, good I didn't even know that uh, like terraces are opening and stuff um mm -hmm. 
So definitely like it's getting better. There's a light at the end of the tunnel, which is very um, good to think about because I can't do this anymore. And I'm so sick of not being able to hug people. I'm so sick oh my of God, not being no. able to see my family and like mm-hmm. my grandparents and stuff. Like I just, it literally sucks so much. But like I said, we're almost, we're almost out of it. We're good. Um, and you, so you're doing like um, Zoom University. Um, <laughs> um social media and like your business and everything and everything yeah. you do is pretty much from home right so how do you yeah to keep like a balance with like working and then also practicing self-care since everything that you do is in the same environment uh that's a that's a good question <laughs> honestly um since like working is like I guess from my phone most of the time because I'm just like posting stuff I don't really feel like it's like a bother if that makes sense you know what I mean like my school semester finished um at the like the middle of April so I've been off for a month now so I've had time to like uh, up my I guess presence on social media and stuff like that so I do have enough time to do work stuff and plus I'd rather be busy than not do anything because I can't do anything anyway (laughs) (laughs) so like it's 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 kind of like you have to pick and choose what's worth your time you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like today I was supposed to go to work but then um the mom of the kids that babysitting said like oh don't worry the dad's home you don't have to come in so I was like perfect so I can stay home and do nothing (laughs) for once so like it's like just finding certain days to just like relax or I don't know like do anything that is not work related I feel like needs a balance and also with school I find that writing down like the assignments on like a calendar kind of thing so I know month by month what I'm doing visually helps me like um what's called like be organized because I feel like a lot of people tend to not write anything down and then when everything is due like in the same week they're like what I didn't know this was due and I'm like looking at these people like okay what do you want me for me I can't do anything for you like they're making me stressed out because they haven't started I'm like uh no I can't do this (laughs) I definitely know there's some people in my class we get like assignments or homework and stuff and they just don't write anything down and but they still like somehow get everything done on time I'm like how do you do that my brain would literally explode if I had it yeah like I have to write everything down or else like I'm just so much of my energy is being consumed by trying to remember what I have to do I'm Mm -hmm. like no I'm not doing that I just I like do brain dumps and like just like write Mm -hmm. every single thing down so I don't forget anything and if someone else looked at my to-do list or at my brain dubs they'd have no idea what I'm talking about, but I know what I, I know <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about and that's what's important. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely. But um, speaking of social media, you were talking about social media a few mm-hmm. seconds ago. Um, so how would you say social media has affected you and your mental health and the way you see yourself? Because I know it's definitely tends to be a pretty toxic place sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so how would you say that has been for you? I mean... I don't think social media really affects my mental health because um, I'm not really scrolling through Instagram anymore. Like I have zero energy to do that because I follow like 1500 people on my, uh, what is it called? My business account. So there's no way I have enough time to scroll through everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't really care to in my perspective. I mainly use it for business, right? And like to send like memes and stuff 
but like that's about <laughs> that's about it like I don't really look for things unless I'm specifically looking for like a company or a person or something then I go and look but like it's not like I'm I don't know you know what I mean I'm not like jumping down the rabbit hole of um like following models and influencers obviously I do see them obviously like on my timeline but I know that their their lives are not perfect you know what I mean like they put on this filtered perfect grid I guess for Instagram and stuff like that but realistically it's not like that at all like and if anything they probably have the most stressful lives out of all of us because they're being scrutinized by millions of people all the time yeah definitely I can't imagine how it is for people like that because um you know like yes they have quote-unquote perfect bodies yes they run Instagram in bikinis but the people in the comments who are body shaming them or making fun Mm -hmm. of them or making like weird disgusting threats okay um they don't realize that those people actually see their comments and that those people are actually affected by it a lot more yeah. than they think and like on tiktok like tiktok is so tough oh yeah it's really bad <laughs> um, people like have like no mercy they're like i'm gonna write whatever i want i don't care how much it hurts your feelings and mm-hmm. people like influencers like yes a lot of influencers have done bad things but first of all don't tell me you've never made a mistake in your life Second of all, some people literally telling influencers to kill themselves, DMing them, things like that, just because they've made like one mistake. And Mm -hmm. obviously I don't condone the mistakes that they've made. You know, I'm not going to praise someone for making a racist comment. Like, obviously no, I'm Mm -hmm. not like, I don't agree with any of that, but also I don't think the right uh, solution is to tell them to kill themselves because what if they do something you're going to like, what if they were to actually like, let all those comments get to them and what if like you were part of the reason that someone lost their life like wouldn't you mm-hmm. like I'm like I don't understand how people go and tell someone to kill themselves like for something that has nothing to do with them yeah. um even if it had something to do with you you still shouldn't say something yeah, yeah like it doesn't make any sense like, to me yeah I'm like oh TikTok is like the most toxic social media like more yeah. than Twitter it's just like it's so bad but I don't I'm like it's just it floors me all the time mm-hmm. it's like um these people are human beings they are a real person you can't just say I don't know like I scroll through comments on TikTok too because I'm just curious to see what the hell these people are talking about mm-hmm. and I'm like do you not type before you like do you not think before you type something like I don't understand yeah it's crazy but mm-hmm. um I'm going in a completely different direction. Um, I know you've had your fair share of mental health struggles in the past. And so what would you say um, to someone who's struggling mentally or who's not doing too well right now? So basically my journey with mental health started uh, almost two and a half years ago. So in January of 2018, I got officially diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and depression. And it was definitely a major, like, everyday battle and struggle for me for the first year and year and a half, I would say. And I'm not going to sugarcoat that at all because I don't think people should be making, like, it look, like, easy or, like, fun or whatever the heck you want to talk, like, label it as because it's really not. And people still, still don't understand to the extent of what people go through every day just to get out of bed in the morning is a struggle for some people you know what I mean Mm 
So the advice I'd probably give to someone is to reach out for help 100%. I can't stress that enough since there was so many people and resources. There still are so, so many resources and people willing to help you. You just have to ask, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I made the mistake of letting it get to the point of complete mental breakdown before physically making the call, letting uh, my doctor know that I needed help and I don't know what's wrong. Like, I don't know what's happening to me and blah, blah, blah. Like the the whole spiel that you give to your doctor because obviously you don't know what's happening. It feels like you're dying, but you're really not. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of strength to do so. And I don't think I would have had the strength to make that call if it wasn't for the willpower, like, like very deep, deep in me, like that tiny little bit of like, I don't know what it was like, like strength, I guess, trying to like, make sure like, if you don't do this, you're not going to like, you're literally not going to be alive tomorrow. Like, this is how serious it is. You know what I mean? And I don't think if I continue down the road of mental breakdowns, I don't think I would have been here today, to be honest with you. And I know people don't like, they don't really understand that kind of side of depression and anxiety but it's it's there and it's really strong and also if anybody is looking for resources or just wants to feel supported they definitely can message me on instagram um at evjules that's the one i use the most and i'm 100 percent willing to help you because i do have access to like social work resources and stuff like that but i also will listen to you talk about whatever you want like i'm not going to judge you <laughs> Yeah, that's, um, I'll definitely link your Instagram in the show notes so Mm -hmm. people can reach out if they want to. You guys can also reach out to me anytime. Um, Yeah, and for sure, um, I know for me, it was really hard to get help at first, um, but thank God I did. So um, for sure, it's like uh, an important step to take. And um, I was talking with another guest about this, about how it's a lot easier and a lot better to reach out to someone that you don't personally know because everybody Mm -hmm. has a bias and everybody has their own opinion about what you're going through and has your own opinion on what you should do and it also just puts a lot of pressure on you when people close to you know about what you're going through obviously Mm -hmm. it's like that they sort of know but like not to like um if you can get a therapist or like talk to someone that you're less close with or you know like anything like that um I feel like it's better Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously those aren't, um, the most accessible to most people. Um, therapy is expensive and just like, we're in a pandemic. You can't really go find a stranger to tell your problems to. (laughs) Um, so, but anyways, for sure. Um, and I'm currently 15. So if Mm -hmm. you could go back to your 15 year old self and talk to her, what would you say? That was a hell of a long time ago in my head, but not that realistically, not that long ago. Um, that is kind of a sticky question because I'd probably say to stop letting everybody walk all over you because I'm I that's who I guess that's who I was in high school and uh, yeah, high school mainly, and that I wasn't like you're not supposed to be treated like a doormat and you shouldn't be letting your friends treat you like the dirt under their feet because that's literally my high school experience was horrible and not everyone knows to the extent of what 
actually happened because I didn't say anything. You know what I mean? Because I just wanted to get out. I'm like, okay, it's only like three more years, only two more years. Like I'll be out of here and I don't have to see these people ever again, which thank God I don't because I would never redo high school. <laughs> That's just my opinion. But and also like I would probably tell her to stop being friends with the girl who brings nothing but drama and toxicity into your life and puts your friendship um, on the back burner, but puts everyone else ahead of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to do whatever you want, regardless of what others think, because in the end, you, you're never going to see these people again, realistically, and it won't even matter by the time you graduate what people think of you, because they're not going to remember your name. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think I knew like I'm pretty sure I didn't know everyone in my graduating class like on graduation day when they were calling out people's names I'm like who the heck is that (laughs) like I literally didn't even know who these people were I'm like since when are you in my grade (laughs) that's how like oblivious I was to everybody because I just wanted to leave you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I probably give her that advice yeah and first of all I always see people not always but when I see people on Instagram they post like their like graduation pictures they're like best five years of my life oh my god yes you know what okay personally it's been the worst three years of my life so I don't know what you're Mm -hmm. talking about and like I feel like there's this whole like especially in the states they have this whole like like high school is gonna be the best time of your life like make it the best time ever and like I've had so many people like tell me because like on this podcast I obviously have guests that are like older than me I don't really interview like Mm -hmm. year olds you know um and (laughs) everybody that's out of high school tells me they're like no like literally high school sucks like like yeah there's better days ahead like don't worry about it you're gonna be fine um second of all definitely I can relate to you on that I feel like since I'm such a people pleaser I tend to just like I feel like my personality makes it seem Mm -hmm. like I would stand up for myself and I like wouldn't let myself Uh get taken advantage of but I'm actually so not like that like um for people like that not people that I look up to but like people like let's say if I want to be friends with them or like you know if I think they're cool or whatever like I'll just let them be as mean to me as I as like they can mm-hmm. as they are because I'm like well at least they'll like me like at least I'll still be seen as like the nice girl that likes everyone like you know yeah, yeah. Or, like, you know I don't know I feel like I try to put on this like big persona of like I'm so sweet like I like everyone like everyone likes me like peace and love you know and like I'll just like, <laughs> try to be like that but sometimes yeah. like you need to stop let yourself getting taken advantage of just because mm-hmm. you want these people to like you just because you want to keep your pretty little perfect everyone likes everyone image you know um so definitely I can relate to you on that and especially past friends that I've had um I just feel like in high school everybody gossips so much oh my god um I think I have two friends right now that I know that don't gossip and it's such a breeze hanging out with them I'm like Mm -hmm. wow like I don't feel like I'm talking behind people's backs like I'm just having a nice day talking about my own problems instead of behind everybody else's back you know like sometimes mm-hmm. I hang out with people and I'm like why are you saying these things about people I'm like they don't like the only people I talk crap to are my parents because I'm like my parents don't care my parents are not like it's yeah. not affecting anybody if I'm telling my parents like t- telling them about people I don't like like Mm-hmm. You know, but talking to like let's say other friends about other people I just hate that I just think like that's not okay because I'm like mm-hmm. then like imagine you think someone is your best friend and like mm-hmm. they're like talking crap behind your back I'm like why would you 
I don't know. And like some people been there to say about every single uh-huh. I'm like, why do you care so much? They're not even like they're like they don't even care about you. Like, why do you have they're so irrelevant? Much? Uh-huh. Exactly. So yeah, definitely. Um, but if you could go back, um, I mean, if your younger self would see you now, what would she be proud of you for? For getting rid of that that person from my life. It only took like 14 years, but it <laughs> finally happened. Honestly, like that was a big turning point. Oh my God, that should have happened like a hell of a long time ago. And people told me all the time, why are you still friends with her? Um, like, don't you see that she treats you like garbage? I don't like her, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like brushing it off because I don't know what was going on in my tiny little brain at 15. <laughs> but um, we even like went to the same college at first, but after, I think it was like the first year, I was like, no, this is done. I'm over this. You have like no relevancy in my life anymore. You treat people like garbage and I'm done mm-hmm. doing this. So I cut her off with no explanation because she doesn't deserve one. And I don't really care if people think that's rude, but it's not like, I'm sorry, you don't get to treat me like actual garbage and then expect me to explain why I don't want to be friends with you anymore. Like, I'm pretty sure you can figure it out. Mm -hmm, You know what I mean? And even after that ended, I would see her in the hallways and stuff at college and she would literally give me death glares. I'm like, do you honestly have nothing better to do with your life? Mm-hmm. like come on mm-hmm. it was just it just made me laugh because I'm like you are you have too much hatred inside of you to keep doing this yeah it just mm-hmm. like made no sense to me yeah well good for you to have <laughs> moved past that because some people would have hung out hung yeah. hung on to that person forever because they're too scared to end there they're too scared exactly. to um again not be like the people pleaser anymore or whatever so definitely Mm -hmm. that's great on you um and I'm again gonna change the subject um something a little bit more light um so (laughs) what would you like like what do you like to do on a daily basis for or not on a daily basis just like in general for self-care like what's your favorite thing to do to like feel relaxed and happy and yeah take care of yourself um usually it's listening to music podcasts or like I watch a lot of true crime I'm like 100% a true crime junkie I just find it so interesting to see how like I don't know just to see how irrational people like people actually are with their decision making for like it just doesn't make I can't wrap my head around how like someone can just okay cool I'm just gonna go murder this person and bye like see you later like you know what I mean it's like it just I don't understand so I want to know more (laughs) you know what I mean it's intriguing because it's like so like bizarre I guess to the an average human because it's not like you're supposed to be doing these things on a daily basis so I don't know I think that that's basically been my go-to for the past year has been like music true crime related podcasts youtube videos um when it's sunny outside it's not sunny outside today but when it's sunny outside i go stick myself outside because i like i don't know i just like the sunshine just makes everything 100 times better in my opinion absolutely i get Mm -hmm. so much happier in the summer 
Um, I want to listen to true crime, but I, every time mm. I try to, I get so scared. I'm like, no, we're not listening. To this. I'm like, you're telling me that any person can walk into my door, right? To my room right now and kill me. I'm like, this is so terrifying. Like I, I can't listen to true crime. I'm literally scared <laughs> of everything. Um, I've tried before. I think it's like super interesting, like, like Dateline and stuff. Like I've watched mm-hmm. that before, but I watched like one episode and I couldn't sleep for like two weeks. So like, I don't know like what's wrong with me, but I just get traumatized really easily. And I just, I'm just scared of everything. So not for me, but definitely it's good that you enjoy that. <laughs> definitely um, interesting to like, see like what was going on in those people's minds. So mm-hmm. yes. Um, and what um, did you want to be when you were growing up versus what you're doing now? So like, I know you're studying at Ryerson University. So like how, like, what did you want to do when you were growing up and where did you end up? Um, honestly, I think for the longest time, it was like, when I was smaller, it was like, police officer. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's a fun job. Like, five-year-old Erica thinks that's a fun job. And then it was like, okay, maybe like, I'll go into arts and stuff, because I do paint and, and like that kind of stuff. So in grade 11, when I went to the university fair thing that they have in uh, Toronto, uh every September it's like kind of like a meet and greet kind of thing with each university and college I was like okay cool I'm gonna go look at OCAD which is the the arts school downtown and then by the time um the next year rolled around I was looking at nursing programs so it was like kind of like all over the place and I did do the nursing program um at Seneca for a year but it was just too much um just too much like responsibility to put on one person you know what I mean mm-hmm. and even like the props weren't that good they didn't care about anything mm-hmm. like the my grades were not good at all and no one seemed to give a shit about you basically it's like everyone was in competition with each other and no one wanted to help you succeed even like the, the like student other students they just wanted to succeed for themselves basically and I didn't like that atmosphere and I didn't think that was the right fit for me. So I just, I took like a year off because I was also in the middle of my mental breakdown. So there's like a million things that were happening. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no thanks. I'm going to stop this. I don't even care if it's like a month before exams. I don't care. I'm not doing this anymore. So I stopped the program and I took a year off and then re- um, I applied um for I just did a what was what did I do I did a French class in fall of 2019 just to like get my feet wet just in case like you know what I mean I didn't want to go like full force into it and then I started with this program in September so like this is my first full year of the social work um degree I guess you want to call it and that's where I am now (laughs) Yeah, but it's amazing what you're doing at Ryerson now. And my last question for you, Mm -hmm. um, what's your best life advice? If you had the whole world listening to you for 30 seconds, what would you say? Um, I would say don't don't live to work, but work to live, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Like in North America, especially, it's all about working. Like they don't like that's literally what everybody's doing 24 seven that's why Toronto is such a highly densely populated city. Everyone's doing their own thing, 
trying to be successful and everything, but they're not taking the time to actually realize what life is about. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like you weren't created on this earth to work. You were created to live your life. So I am trying to, well, once things open, I'm going to try to implement that into my, like, I guess, everyday life because I don't want to be like working paycheck to paycheck because I'm scared of not paying a bill or like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's a healthy lifestyle or mentality for anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, especially in North America are in that kind of, okay, but I have to go to work. And if I don't work, then I'm not going to make money and then I can't pay the bills and blah, blah, blah. It's like an endless cycle. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, of course. That's definitely something that's sticking out to me. Yeah, I've for sure been trying to implement that with school because Mm -hmm. um, I feel like a lot of people that I know their whole life is just studying. Yeah, Um, And that's like great for them because my friends have better grades than me and I'm like, good for you guys, but I'm in sec three, right? So Mm -hmm. like, if I don't get the best grades, like it doesn't matter that much, like next year and the year after that, I have to Mm -hmm. work harder, you know? But this year I've just been like, you know what, like, I'm gonna have fun. I'm also gonna study, but I'm not just gonna, like, study for my whole life, because then I just get, like, so, like, depressed. I just get in such a bad mindset if, if, like, all I'm doing is going to school and studying, and recently, I've been forgetting what day it is, and that's the best feeling. Mm -hmm. Usually, I hate Mondays. I hate when I have to go to school, but now it's like, oh no, because after school, I get to do this, or after school, I get to do that, and, like, instead of seeing it as, like, a school night like oh a school night like you have to you know stay home and like whatever do your homework I like get all my homework done at school and then mm-hmm. I'll like actually make myself some fun plans for after school and I'm like it doesn't have to be like a boring school night you know like mm-hmm. um, I know I have way less responsibilities because I'm still in high school you know <laughs> and it's not always just like do whatever you want like try to always yeah. have fun but like for me right now I'm like that's helping me a lot like in life and because I'm just like instead of always constantly like being worried about school and about getting everything done and all that I'm like trying to have a bit more fun and it has Mm -hmm. changed me a lot in the past like few months like because like with COVID we're allowed to see people outside you know and like Mm -hmm. um, I get to go to my dance studio like if I'm dancing alone in a studio um and it's changed like so much everything so definitely that's um a great that's great advice and everybody should try to implement that we all need to have a little bit more fun um yeah and um we need to stop worrying so much because the universe is giving you back the energy that you're um putting out and so mm-hmm. if you're worried the universe is going to give you more to worry about so just exactly don't stress and everything's going to be great yeah it's easier said than done but it takes a while to like implement that into your everyday life and a hundred percent think there needs to be a 50 50 balance with like school and stuff like I don't think it's healthy for anybody to have like school 24 7 Mm -hmm. on their brain because like I don't know it's just like then you're gonna miss out on all the stuff that everybody else is doing like you're a kid now or kid, I guess kid now <laughs> you'd want to experience everything everybody else is experiencing mm-hmm. now obviously because then in like 10 years from now you're gonna be like oh I wish I did that or I wish I didn't do this and blah 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 and I don't want to feel like I don't want to regret stuff that I didn't do 
Mm -hmm. And it's easier said than done again, because I'm now legal in every country, I think. Yeah, 21 is legal everywhere. And I can't do anything. Like my 20s have been literally stuck inside my house because I turned 20 um, the December before COVID started. And I just turned 21 this December. So now by the time December, the, another, the sec, third December turns around, I'm going to be 22. It's like a hello. Where did this time go? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. But thank you so much for being on the podcast. Do you want to no plug your socials again really quick? Uh, yeah. So my Instagram is at evjules. It's just all one word, no underscores or capitals or whatever. Um, I do have a link to my written blog. So I do write, um, like occasionally I'm trying, I'm going to try to fix that up a bit. It's in that. And I'm pretty sure in my link tree, there's all the other links that you guys can use. Like I have coupon codes for various businesses. I have my Etsy shop linked there, Facebook, all of that stuff. So you can I'll find link everything there. in the show notes so that you guys can yeah. Easier. Um, but thank you so much. Uh, no I, I really appreciate you for I really appreciate doing this episode. So thank you so much. Have a no great day. You too. Bye.